0: Thank you very much. Incredible. Aren't our band really cool? Who's excited to be here tonight? Good. We're having fun. Everyone, everyone okay? Everyone good? We had a great day uh, yesterday. We went down to a uh, C3 youth leaders training day. It was incredible. And uh, now I'm always a little bit weary because, uh, you know, there's, there's babies around. And uh, we took Joey down and uh, I saw a few mums come up and they had like little boys, like little two-year-old boys and they're looking at Joe and wow, she's, she's really pretty and uh, I'm going, yeah, she's, she, yeah. And my son's like two now and I'm thinking, yeah, okay. And so I'm like already like a protective father. All these mums are sort of hoarding little Joey and uh, which is okay. But I said, look, come back in like 30 years and let me know how you go. And uh, no, so tonight I have a. Um, I'm really excited to be here and speaking, and uh, I just love. Um, I loved um, having Joey. It was one of the most amazing experiences ever, ever. And uh, you know, people say, "Hey, when you when you have a baby, you'll understand the love that you know a father has for their children." And it's like, oh yeah, whatever. But when you actually have your own child, and I was talking to Luke, you know, they weren't surfing, I said, if, if um, <laughs> well, talking about something really awesome, really serious, and I said, me being a father, if I, that happened to me, I, and I went, hang on, I am a father now, that's weird, but, um, you know, because, you, you know, you talk about stuff, and you don't think that you actually are, but you are, and so I said, if I was a father, I, I went, hang on, I am a father, so, uh Let's come with us in our Bibles tonight to uh, 1 John, chapter 4, verse 8. And uh, these are cool candles. We should light one. If anyone has a lighter, we should... Uh... Does anyone have a lighter? Nobody. But uh, does anyone know how to light with, with, with you know, the grill style? Anybody? If you do, then you're more than welcome to come along and try and light that candle. And Never mind. It doesn't matter. 1 John. What happened? 1 John 4, verse 8 says, And uh, he who does not love does not know God. For God is love. Everyone say, God is love. God is love. Um, And then, who went to Sunday school when they were little? Me, whole time. Auntie Viv gave me a little lolly. Every time I turned up on Sunday, they gave me a lolly, saying, congratulations, you came. And uh, who knows that the Bible says that God loves me. Yeah, God loves me. God loves me. God is love, and God loves me. And uh, this is one of the most basic messages you'll ever hear. And I was thinking about being a father now and how, uh, how much I'm just so happy and so blessed with Joe. She's just the best baby in the world. She sleeps like all the time. And uh, I said to Luke, How hey, are you going? Are you sleeping? I said, Luke, I've never had more sleep. Since I've had, I've never had more sleep, and, uh, except for the last two nights because we were up late, and uh, we didn't. But um, it, it, it shows me that, um, and Jeff would be the same with Ruby. He he, he loves Ruby. And we're going to race Ruby and Joe. When they get old. we're going to race them, and uh, just see who wins, and then crown them uh, fastest little baby. But uh, no, because Ruby would, like, she's... Way faster than Joey at the moment because Joey's got no, uh, she's got no, she's got no depth perception on her. She can't see, so uh, it'd be hard to run, and she can't walk. So, but um, I love this, uh, this, this thought now that that God has like this unconditional love, and I was thinking about it. No matter what Joey does, no matter where or how she ends up, what I don't care. My love for Joey will never ever 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 get less or you know it's like this i'm just and you know what i I found joey has done nothing and and i just love it like she hasn't you know climbed everest or done an amazing thing but i I don't mind like i you don't have to do anything and i just go you just awesome do you know what i'm saying and it says here in, in in uh that god is love and uh the, the Bible says in John three sixteen that God so loved the world. And when I was in Sunday school, they said, take out the word world and put in your name. So take out, if you're world, you could say God so loved the world. But uh, no, God so loved Andrew that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him, and you know, God so loved, we hear that scripture a lot, God so loved the world. We go, oh yeah. But when you actually break it down, say God so loved Andrew, that this love that parents have for children, this unconditional love, that does, it says, look, you don't have to actually do anything. You don't even have to do, say anything or go nowhere or, or not do this or do that. But I have it's like this, this, this unconditional love that God has. And it's just, I've never experienced it until, you know. But, and then, can we just turn our Bible to 1 John 4, and uh, verse 10, it says, This is love. It says, not that we loved God, but that he loved us. And this is the deal. We we aren't the ones, we think, oh, well, I came to church one afternoon and and then somehow I stumbled in and and I said, yes, God, I'll, you know, worship you and I'll come down the front and commit my life to you. And we think that we find God. But actually, before we've actually done anything, God found us. And uh, this is love. Not that we loved God. So we weren't the ones that were looking for God. We didn't love God first, but God loved us. And I love this thought that God made you to be you, and how God wants you to be you. How God doesn't want me to be Luke and, and Luke to be me, or me to be Jeff, or Jeff to be Luke, or Luke to be Jeff, or Jeff to be me. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> is that good? Luke to me, me to Jeff, Jeff to Luke. No, you know, God, God made me to be me and God loves who I am. And God made you to be you. And God loves who you are. And no matter what you've done or what you haven't done, it doesn't make any difference because God made you to be who you are. And so we don't need to go around acting like somebody else because God didn't make you like somebody else. God made one version of you and then destroyed the mould he made one version and said well this is you know if, we, if you act like that person then you're not acting like how I want you to be and uh, I love it that the more uh, the more Jilly acts like Jilly the more I love Jilly the more that she acts like actually who she is the, I say just be more like you be more just do whatever you can to be more and it's, and it's just because I don't want Jilly to act like Luke, and I don't want Julie to act like Jeff, and I don't want, you know, it's pretty awesome. But uh, when you know uh, that God loves you, it's like this whole different revelation, and there's two ways we can do it. We can, um, we can be people who, who try and work our way into saying, God, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and if you see that I'm doing this, then you'll love me. God, if I I do this, if I set up this, if I come here, then God, I'm going to work my way into you loving me. There's another way where it's like, well, we just wake up and we go, well, God just loves me. God is just so happy for me being me. I've done absolutely nothing. It wasn't for what I did, but God is just so, you know, so happy for me being me. And... One of the craziest things is that we can get our our thinking, well, if I if I do this, then God will be happy with us. Who knows what I'm saying? If I wake up and I pray and I read my Bible and if I come down to church, then God will love me more and, and, and but, but we're already way behind the eight ball thinking like that because God's going, You don't have to do that because I I you know, it's like we can act out of being in God's love, like I, I am in God's love, and, 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 and so I, I act that way. I, I, you know, when I meet somebody, I'm happy with who I am because I know that God loves me. And when I meet, you know, when I'm I talking to somebody else, I'm not intimidated by that because I know that God made me me, and He wants me to be me. He doesn't want me to be Luke or Jeff, who are awesome people. But when we, we have this, you know, this understanding that no matter what I do, or no matter what I don't do, God is still so happy and so blessed with who I am. And He actually made me who I am. God loves my personality. God loves your personality. You know, God doesn't, the, the, you know, imagine the, the, the little Joey growing up and saying, Well, I don't want to be like me. I want to be like Ruby. I go, Well, hang on. No, that's crazy. You don't want to be like Ruby because Ruby's like Ruby, you know? And it's like God's put us on this earth and said, Look, I love you so much. You, you just—you've done nothing. i have have created you. I put you on the earth, and all you have to do is just be who you are, and just know that I love you unconditionally. And that's the deal. And so we don't have to wake up and go, "Well, how am I going to get God's attention? How am I going to try and let God see me so that He gives me brownie points, and then God's happy with me?" It's like, no, that's you know. And you see, people sometimes who think if I do stuff, it's like that this insane way to live. If, you know, if, if God, if I, if, I, if I mow the you know my next door neighbor's lawn, the whole street, then then they'll be happy with me. And so we're living this works-based life. You know, people that live works-based lives are the most frustrated Christians in the world. Because the more they do, the more they think they have to do. And it's like God's saying, just just, just don't worry about that. It's, it's not what you, you know, Joey's like 12 days old and I couldn't think more of her. Like it doesn't... You know, who knows what I'm trying to... You know, God doesn't want you to go out and do crazy things. God's saying, just, just chill out in who you are. You are made to be who you are. God likes who you are. God made one of you. And the devastating thing is that if you don't become who, you are, who God wants you to be, they will never be that ever again in the world. And I love seeing people who, who are who they are because that sounds crazy. I love seeing people who are who they are. But we sometimes in church life and in the world... You know, people, you see it, people growing up, they they try and be this person, that doesn't work, then they try and be that person, that doesn't work, and they get frustrated, and it's like, just be who you are. God loves who you are, be who you are. And uh, it says in Ephesians uh, 2, verse 8 to 10, uh, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. And God loves everybody exactly the same. And what you've done or what you haven't done makes no difference to God. God just says, you are who you are. You're my son, you're my daughter. I'm so proud of who you are. And this is crazy, you know, because we can act, like I was saying, we can act, we can be in school, and we can say, well, I'm, I'm going to act just knowing that God loves me, knowing that, that the whole creator of the universe set me here for right now. That's a crazy thought, that no, every time you wake up, every time you go down to the shops or whatever, that God puts you on this planet for right now and is totally happy with who you are. Like, if we could get that thought, we'd have a lot of people... Changed and a lot of minds would change, a lot of attitudes would change, knowing that God puts you here right now to be who you are, you don't have to be somebody else, and, and, and that he's totally got this unconditional love for you, he's happy with who you are. Imagine waking up every morning going, God, I'm, I just know that you're just so happy with me. It's like, God doesn't want you to want to be somebody else. God's looking at heaven and going, oh, I made that, wow, that's incredible. You know, how devastating would it be if you wake up every morning and say, hey God, I want to be more like this person or that person and their personality is different and it's, you, you're just never going to get there because you're different people and that's the deal. God hasn't made you to be that person. So that's the frustration that people have and you know, we, can, we can wake up and go, God, you've made me, you've put me here and that's a great day. That is a great thing to do. When I go to work, God, you've, you've called me to, to be in this job. You've called me to do this. I, I just know that, that I'm not working uh, hard so that you love me, but I just am working because you love me. Like, I love it. My life, I go here and you love it, and I go there and you love it. And it says, Where? I was thinking about this. So, if we act out of, um, there's two people. There's a the people that uh, just know that God loves them and are happy with that and act out of God's love. And then there's a the second person who uh, it, it's, um, Trying to please God. You know, so they're working to say, God, I'm doing to do this. Now you'll love me. If I do this, then you'll love me. And the, the deal is, where do you get your strength from? So if you're having a really great hair day or you, you bought new clothes and someone says, Hey, Ally, yeah, cool. Cool new shirt that you got there, Ali. Or is that from London? That's pretty cool. Ali goes, Yeah, wow. It is from London. And, and that day, Ali's up. And then the next day, she's wearing a shirt that she got from Bankstown and it's not as. Classy as London. And then people go, oh, yeah, that's, that's not as cool. And then Ali's having a down day. Do you know that that God doesn't want us to have our strength in, in works? God doesn't want to have our strength in, in, in how we look. You know, we, can, we can go to Luke's house and get on his power tower and just work out six hours a day. And then so when we walk down the street, we're just looking like Luke Boyd or, or Jeff we are just ripped, just massive and uh and then we when we meet somebody it's like yeah well i'm pretty massive so like that's where i find my strength like i'm pretty you could see these guns you could shoot down a plane man like they're just pretty pretty awesome and and yeah and you know but then if you were to lose that then your identity would go because that's what you're banking your personality on well I just got an alley, just got a new shirt and it's pretty awesome and so now when I walk into the room I know that I'm pretty up because everyone's loving it and then if you're Jeff and Luke, I've just been working out for six hours my power tower and everyone knows me as this guy with massive pecs and huge guns and like, you know, so that's where I, you know, who knows what I'm saying when God's saying, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, just pull the whole thing back. doesn't matter. All that stuff is cool and, you know, if I could have guns like Jeff and, and and Luke, like that, pretty pretty awesome, because Luke does work out a lot on his power tower. And Jeff's like just incredible, it's just like a man mountain. It's like it's like you know huge. Jeff, do you want to give us like a little? Can you just do you want to do you want to get up here and take your? Sh- no, I'm kidding. But uh, you know, or sometimes we we go. So well, I just made this deal. And I just got hundred thousand dollars out of this deal and look how great I am. Now I've got millions of dollars in the bank and so now I've got self worth. If if I go out and, and shake hands and, and buy boats and cars and houses, then, then everyone will know me as that guy that's doing really well in business. And, and so then then I'll I'll get my personality out of that. And uh, you know and it's like, well, then you have a GFC and, and, and people start doing stuff that's crazy because they have the whole person, the everything they have is in their bank account. Once their bank account is gone, they go, well, I've got nothing else to base who I am from, which is devastating. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter if you've got this much or if you don't have this much. Makes no difference, doesn't? You can walk into a room with Bill Gates, and you can walk in a room with, you know, uh, I don't want to say anybody's name because, you know, I don't want to say that somebody's got no money compared to Bill Gates, but well, me compared to Bill Gates, but you know, you walk in, It doesn't matter who's in there, because to God, everybody's the same, and you, God doesn't say, well, it's Bill Gates. He owns Microsoft, and he's got like a billion dollars, so I'm just going to love him more. He's really good at typing. DOS programs and computer stuff and you know uh, he created the uh, didn't create the iPod no didn't create the iPod spewing about that but uh, don't, don't, God doesn't seem to go well he did all this stuff so I'm going to love him but then this guy just was the guy that called Vegemite ice snack so I'm not going to love him because that's a crazy idea no so God you know where do you get your strength or where in life Do you get security from, well, I'm waking up today, and the other crazy thought, I'm waking up today, and I'm going to do a good deed, I'm going to get my works thing on, God, you know, you love me, because if I do good things, then you'll love me more, so I'm going to go out and and mow some lawns, but it's raining, and, and then so we go, well, I can't mow lawns, so God, you mustn't love me today, because I didn't get a chance to mow the lawns. And uh, who, do you know, do you know this, this psycho way to live? Like, well, if I'm having God, if I look good today, like Ali, she's got a new shirt, then God, you're going to be happy with me because that's where I find it all. And if I look like Luke with my Power Tower and Jeff, then, then, then God, you're going to be stoked because my guns are huge. And then, but also, I'm going to do this work thing. Where I'm going to go out and mow lawns because God, that's a good thing. That's like, that's, you know, you know, lawns. Need, does anyone like mowing lawns? Lawns need to be mowed, TJ. You look like a man who likes to mow lawns. No, you don't. Does anyone? You know, um, some people look like, Bryce looks like he's a man who likes to mow lawns. Bryce goes down to feed the homeless and gets fed. Bryce goes down to feed the homeless and then people come out. here goes go, sir. Sorry, life can be cruel, can't it? And it's like, what do you mean? I've just got a beard. That's all it is. <laughs> I just have a beard and uh, we should have all the men. Who's doing Movember this year? Movember. So I know we're only like uh, October, but I'm sort of in training right now uh, because I need all the head start that I can get. And uh, this Movember, I'm telling you, you look out because it's going to be the sport and the most awesome Mo. And just proud. I, we went down, to, I went down yesterday to Oxford Falls and Mark Kelsey did this amazing thing. He's just incredible. I love Mark Kelsey, great guy. And his son-in-law who was preaching this church, Nathan White, does anyone know Nathan White? Great guy. And I just came up and said, hey man, how are you? Sporting this awesome mo. Like just, just a young guy, sporting like an awesome mo. And uh, it was awesome. And I love seeing young guys with awesome mo's. And, uh, you know, there's a point where people get, like they're young and they do it for fun. Like it's fun. Like I'm just going to do a mo because it's fun. And then there's a point where like 30s, they're just going, well, I've kind of had these for a while now. So, And then they end up being the guys who just sport them all the time because like, I did it when I was 25 and it was fun. And then I did it for ages and it's still funny, but now I just have one. So, <laughs> so heaps of guys, I reckon, who sport mows right now could have been the guys... Back in the day, or just doing it to get a good laugh, but they ended up just having one. And uh, anyway, that could, be, that could be Nathan White or World. But that's an awesome thing. No, so where do we get our strength from? Do we get our strength from our friends? Strength should come from the complete assurance that you have been fully accepted and loved by God. I am fully accepted fully accepted and loved by God. My strength doesn't come out of you know, having all these cool money and cool cars and power towers. That's not where I get my strength. My strength is when I walk into a room, I, I don't get it from someone saying, Andrew, wow, did you just, did you just do 100,000 push-ups? Yeah, I just did 100,000 But How did you know? No, my strength doesn't come from all that places. My strength comes, or our strength should come, especially as believers, that our strength should come from the full assurance that God so loved the world, God so loved me, God is so about me, God made me, God created me, God put my personality inside of me, God made everything about me for right now. That's, you know, our strength should be... So then if the the global financial crisis happens again, we don't go, oh, well, that's the shame and my shirt, you know... Your mum might dye it pink. Like I don't know if your mum dyed your shirts pink, Ellie. But my mum always—I bring home a new shirt, say, so, "Hey, mum, this shirt's awesome." Just you know, just love it, be nice to it. And I come back the next day, and it'd be pink, and it'd be having a nice matching pair of pink socks because she just threw everything in there. And just I tell you, how many shirts? How many shirts did I have that t- some of Luke's shirts went pink? And uh, that is awesome. But, uh, you know, it's not of works. It doesn't matter where we are, or what we've done, or if we set this up, or if we come here, if we do that. It doesn't matter. The Bible says it's it's not of works. You know, it's that none of us can boast. We didn't find God. We didn't go into this place and go, oh, wow, wow, I found God. God, you're there. It's like, no, God found you. God made you. God created you. God loves who you are. God wants you to be you. And the tragedy, the worst thing is that we can find our, we can try and find our strength in friends. Try and find our strength, our assurance, where we fit in society, in our power towers, and all this stuff. But it's going to cut us short. We're going to be like these Christians that go up and down like this. I'm having a good day. I'm having a bad day. Oh, they caught on my shirt. I'm having a good day. I'm having a good day. Did 100,000 push-ups. Oh, having a good day. Having a good day. You know, didn't do. Didn't make a billion dollars. Bad day. Bad day. Raining. Can't my lawns. Bad day. Bad day. You know what I'm saying? It's like crazy, crazy talk. And... Uh, we, our strength should come especially as Christians it should come from knowing that God just loves us and God is so happy with us he accepts us we don't have to change you know, some people have to change because some people are doing things wrong but you know, we don't have to change God made us who we are God, made, God likes who we are that's a great thought thinking that God actually likes who you are God when you wakes up he likes there's a sum here and we preached about it on Friday night. It's in 139, verse 17. It says, How precious is God talking to us? It says, How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. 139, 17. How precious are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. Verse 18 says, If I should count them, then there will be more in number than the sand. God's thoughts to you, if you should count them, God's thoughts about you and to you and around you, if you could count them, it would be more in number than the sand. Like God's thoughts about you. Is that, that's a lo, there's a lot of sand in the world. There's, a lot, there's tons of sand. How much sand, Jeff? There's heaps of sand. Sand everywhere. If you go, to, you go to Egypt, there's just sand. And it's a lot of sand. Heaps of sand. And sand's cool. But it says, How precious are your thoughts to me, O God? How great is the sum of them. It says, If I should count them, this is God's thoughts to me. If I should count all the thoughts, God, that you're bringing to me, all these great, amazing thoughts. You know, Andrew, you're incredible. Andrew, you're, you're great. you this, you're, you're that, you're this. You know, we somehow have, have cut our eyes down to if I'm wearing a good shirt, if I've done 100,000 push-ups, if, if I made a good business deal, well, then God will love me. Then I can go into the world and be accepted. An accept. You know, then I can, I, can, I can find confidence in who I am. But God's going, hang on, wow. You know, how, it says if I, all the thoughts that God is putting into your world right now, there's more thoughts. It says it in the Bible. If it says it, I believe it. If I should count them, there will be more in number than the sand. Can I just have the band if we can just quietly, or just a keyboard player or just anybody be cool. Or a guy who can beg real style like that. That'd be cool. Whole band, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that God, the, the, the crazy thing is that God thinks about me. We think that God just sits up there looking like this Moses bearded kind of guy with a taser gun just waiting for you to make a mistake so he can just shoot you and go, "Ah, oh, I knew you'd blow it. I knew you'd do that. But no, God, how precious also are your thoughts to me. God, how precious God are your thoughts to me. How great is the sum of them that if I should count them, they will be more in number than the sand. Like, God's just always thinking, how can, I, how can I help him? How can I bless him? How can I do this? How can I do that? How can I do this? How can I do that? How can I make this person better? How can I, you know? And it's just so, we need to get our minds and go, well, hang on, hang on a second. When I wake up tomorrow morning, it's not what, what have I done or what can I do? No, the Bible talks about, you know, um, that not that we loved God, but that he loved us. We didn't love God. That's, we didn't love God. He loved us. He found us. You know, we, we don't, we, if we tried to please God by doing works, you'd never get there. You'd just never, ever get there. And the blessing we have is that God made this huge sacrifice and came down to earth, lived the perfect life and found us where we were and gave us his amazing blessings. And uh, it's just a great thought and a great way to live that. God is happy with who I am. God, when, when I go here, God is just happy with when I'm, you know, There's there's something really sad about meeting somebody and they're just not comfortable with who they are and they don't want to be who they are. And it's like, oh, that's, you know, that's so sad. And and the deal is that God has all these, you know, I love these scriptures that says uh, there is no fear in love. You know, God loves us. There's no fear in love. We don't have to worry that God's, you know, going to secretly tell someone behind our backs that, you know. We're not as awesome as who they say we are. But, but perfect love casts out fear. And it says in Isaiah, it says, Fear not, for I am with you. You know, God is with us. Fear not. God is with us. When we wake up in the morning, God is happy with who we are. When, when we go out here, God is, you know, when we meet this person, God wants us to be the life and to, to say, Hey, I'm so happy with God loving me. And people get attracted to that. Not, well, I, you know, I want to do a good deed, but my reigning, so I can't. You know, God God wants us to know and to act like, you know, God just in there, just beaming light, happy with who I am. And so can we all stand as we close? And uh, I love it. God always says, is always saying, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. God's always saying, if you read the Bible, that's why it's so important to read the Bible. Make time every day to read your Bible because God's always telling you and looking for ways that He can strengthen you and uphold you and encourage you. And fear not, for I am with you.